गुड मॉर्निंग एवरी वन वेलकम बैक टू माई पॉडकास्टिंग चैनल डेल्व इन टू दास्ट विद सोम जुक्ता आई होप एवरी वन इज डूइंग वेल एंड एवरी बॉडी हैविंग अ वेरी गुड वीक इफ यू लाइक माई चैनल प्लीज लिसन एंड इंस्पायर मी एंड ऑफकोर्स यू कैन ऑल्सो टेक्स माई पर्सनली वेर यू कैन गिव मी सम आइडिया अबाउट द अपकमिंग सीजन एज वेल सो टूडे इज गोइंग टू बी दिसोड नंबर नाइन and this uh, episode is going to be fun because here i would like to talk about the 50 based comic book movies of all time and if and if you agree with me you can text me if you are disagree with me and uh, if you love to add some new comic book movies you can also do that so let's get started when we talk about the comic book movies it's about a big business and as with horror and science fiction mm-hmm, genre films have taken a step out of the dark to become true cultural phenomenons and there now a multi billion dollar industry that dominates any year's film release schedule with the trailers cast announcements and of course costume changes becoming event in themselves so when we are talking about the 50 best comic book movies we are going to counter count it that means we are going to, to talk about the 50 to 40 40 to 30 and 30 to 20 20 to 10 and 10 to 0 the first movie number 15 we are going to talk about is 300 released 2006 directed by zack sinder and cast gerard butler lena hayden In 480 BC, around 300 Spartans really did hold off the entire Persian army. So, adapting the incident into an action movie should have been a doodle, but sadly, barely a performance in 300 isn't hamstrung by one-note declamatory style or can overcome the limitations of a script that struggles to develop the source material. Amid the almost constant clash and the thunder of battle, whether man-hugging, those falls are barely. apparent but in the film's few quiet moments actors writers and director are left awkwardly exposed next 49 the movie called kick ass released 2010 and directed by matthew vaughn cast aaron johnson chloe grace mortis and nicolas cage comic movie fans loves to feel a bit naughty here because just witness the monumental success of the daring adult deadpool it all started with kick as british director matthew vaughn's knowing foul mouth subversion of the genre in which aaron taylor johnson plays the hapless teenager who decides to transform himself into a superhero nicolas cage wins mvp as the lovable big daddy and the film could use a lot more of his winning of being charm to counter at the ear of bratty cynicism Next 48 the movie called From Hell and released 2001 directed by Albert and Alan Hugh cuz Johnny Depp one of my most favorite actors of all time and Heather Graham the real inspector Frederick Abernine head of the Jack the Ripper investigation was a faintly dull old duffer who retired to the seaside from hell author Alan Moore's inspector Abernine was a middle-aged rather puritanical flatfoot the Hughes brothers Abernine is Johnny Depp cranked up on absinthe the opium subject to hideous visions troubled by the dead of his wife and heading for an early grave and all the better for it 
despite a contrived feel to the happy ending fans of more should feel well served by the overall miasma of grotty hopelessness that gives from hell its faithful credibility next 47 friday foster and it has been released 1975 directed by arthur mark casting palm greer carl weathers and artha kit foxy fashion photographer friday finds herself in the frame after witnessing an assassination attempt in a descent black's poetation also ran starring palm greer Based on the syndicated comic strip, the first with an African-American female lead, it's a heady mix of catwalk, political comment, and balls-out action. But the knockout cast do have their work cut out, overcoming the minor league stunts and unconvincing hip-cut dialogue. Next 46 the movie called Heavy Metal released 1981 directed by Gerald Potterton Jimmy T Murakami and of course fantasy art oh god women in bulging metal brush riding dragons into battle dudes in leather capes waving their broad shoulders at a startled populace golden orbs rearing unicorns and tinacle demons from a dimensions beyond imagination the pinnacle of this benignant art form has to be heavy metal the canadian made cartoon adaptation of the long running french comic metal harland which thrilled teenage boy worldwide by bringing brutal violence and extreme sauciness to the animated movie Number forty-six is the Nine Lives of Fritz and Cat, released nineteen seventy-two, directed by Ralph Bakshi, cast Skip Henant. It must have been quite a shock for uh, conservative uh, cinema goers back in nineteen seventy-two when this anarchic odd to lewd debutant hit the screen. because at that time animated films were safe cuddly disney movies aimed at families to oldies like ralph bakshi's stoner adaptation of the robert crumb's articulate subversive comic book creation must have seemed like the work of the devil like disney's animations it also anthropomorphized its animal characters but there's nothing cute about this crew of sex-starved revolutionary reprobates Next 44 Swamp Thing released 1982 directed by Wace Craven cast Louis Jordan and Adriana Barbie unfairly forgotten nowadays Wace Craven's take on DC's muted eco-hero finds the director shaking off his obviously gore-hound image spreading his wings a little and vaunting with a bigger budget all of which would feed directly into his next movie the genre defining nightmare on elm street well received at the time swamp thing follows an experimental biologist whose experiments spin out of control inevitably obviously and transforming him into a tutular gloop loving plant person number 43 barbarella released 1968 directed by roger vadin and casting jane fonda john philip law the original barbarella strip featured a space vixen with a curious resemblance to director roger vadin's first wife bridget bardot so it probably wasn't a huge stretch for the director to cast his new squeeze jane fonda in this kiss masterpiece 
the calendar in Barbalagla's space wagon may read 41st century, but this world of bouffant, hairdo, oil lights and trippy lounge music is most definitely 1968. Next 42 wrote to Perdition, released 2002 and directed by Sam Mendes and cast Tom Hanks, Jude Law, Paul Newman. So heavy casting you can see here. Oscar winning Luffy theater director whose graphic novel is this a question nicest man in hollywood tom hanks as an implacable hitman shoot law miscast again these are this question it might not have worked on paper but the classiest of all comic book adaptations just about pulled it off on the silver screen here on in this movie road to perdition wonderful photography a richly detailed depression era setting a sterling cast and a mean streak a mile wide meant that the heartbeaten vision of the original was in no way softened for the mainstream. Next movie, The Crow, released 1994, directed by Alex Proas, casting Brandon Lee, Arnie Hudson, and Michael Wincott, gaining a certain notoriety due to the fact that its star Brandon, son of Bruce Lee, was killed while filming. The crew still lives large in the heart of many black fingernailed cube fan for its noirish twist on traditional superhero. It's that old tale of a young couple at a crucial moment in their relationship when a gang of likewood up nunchuck welding street punks descend and give them a proper thrashing. Brandon lies dead on the roadside only for a crow to inject him with the spirit of life so he can turn into a lank-haired vigilant who looks like the Joker's emo kid brother and knock together some hits in the name of Righteous Retribution. Next movie, The Rocketeer, released 1991, directed by Joe Johnston, casting Bill Campbell, Alan Arkin, Jennifer Connelly, a film that's garnered a small cult following in recent year, Captain America the First Avenger, directed Joe Johnston's art deco adventure, gives the shoulder pads and paranoid politics of 1950s America a twinkly-eyed effects heavy overhaul the film stars floppy fringed billy campbell as an out-of-work stunt pilot who find a rocket pack he uses it to innocently blow through cornfields and washing line but it takes no time whatsoever for the mustache twirling matinee idol timothy dalton to send in his private army of tommy khan toting hoodlums Next, 39, Dickie Tracy, 1990, release, directed by Warren Beatty and casting Warren Beatty himself, Al Pacino, and obviously Madonna. And it's easy to be childish and fun too because this lavish, uh, inventive, and expertly acted adaptation of Chester Gould's enduring comic character is a decent chunk of entertainment. Warren Betty might be a bit fishy-washy as Tracy, but he's propped up by a fine array of supporting talent. Ultimately, though, it's a case of all far raincoat and no 
knickers all the gills and glamour failing to completely dis- disguise the scarcity of any real thrills number 38 flash gordon released 1980 directed by mark hodge and cast sam j jones uh, melody anderson and max von sido if you have never had the pleasure of seeing mike hodge's glorious kicksy foley try to imagine a star war movie filmed through a wall of vaseline Edgar Wright say that some of the films which are derided uh, by comic fans which are dirty words are the ones i really like and the best of those has to be flash gordon is the same writer a lorenzo sample as the batman tv series which is still really fucking funny and with flash gordon there's just no attempt to make it look realistic the costume and the music it's amazing is bubblegum camp and obviously everyone going to love it number 37 joker i put it number 37 because there's a reason and it has been in 2019 i know some of me ask me why did you put joker in 37 because it should be uh, comes under number 10 to 1 it has been directed by todd phillips casting uh, joaquin phoenix and robert de niro and obviously jazzy bits whether you embraced it as a bold vision of what comic book cinema can be or a creamy incitement for incels Todd Phillips scores inspired take on the clown prince of crime changed the game the film netted over 1 billion and scored Joaquin Phoenix the Oscar he was denied for the master it's a rough unsettling ride anchored by Phoenix's nightmarish central performance more crucially it made a laughing stock of an industry that's long been gun shy about more adult comic book fear Joker got the last laugh. Why so serious? Because it sells tickets. Next 36 V for Vendetta, released 2005, directed by James McTeague and casting Natalia Portman, Hugo Weaving, Stephen Rhee, and John Hurt. Comic genius Alan Moore takes a dim view of Hollywood, and while it's true that there's yet to be a truly worthy adaptation of his work, all the Moore films have something to recommend them. We can't help wishing Lily and Lana Wachowski had taken the reins of this adaptation of Moore's Thatcher-beating Dice to Fian masterpiece themselves, rather than. handing it off to their artsful assistant but the film does retain most revolutionary angst and uncompromising attitude those masks haven't become a symbol of global anti-capitalism for nothing number 35 watchman released 2009 directed by zack sinder casting mali ekerman billy crudup jackie arl haley Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Patrick Wilson this adapt- adaptation of Alan Moore's subversive superhero epic had perhaps the most painful gestation in modern movie history going through countless drafts and the fistful of director but eventual helm zack cinder had one guiding instinct and it saves the film 
instincting as close to the source as he could center all but took himself out of the equation creating a film which takes not just its narrative and dialogue but its visual style its color palette its soundtrack even its editing from Moore's masterpiece it doesn't come close to capturing the emotional intensity and raw political fury of the novel but watchmen remains interestingly bleak next 34 uh, the movie called wonder woman released 2007 directed by patty jenkin and casted cal gadot chris pine and robin wright wonder woman obviously is the perfect example of wicked and you shall receive after languishing in development beans for nearly two decades it wasn't until gal gadot's a uh, scene stealing part in zack sinder's critically molded batman versus superman down of justice that things began to click the addition of director Patty Jenkins, most famous for directing serial killer drama Monster, was the catalyst for success. The film's period setting and origin story helped it stand apart, as did its injection of lightness into the DC extended universe, which previously had a penchant for all things grim. Sure, the pacing sometimes misses the mark. but this is a true girl powered comic book romp number 33 death note released 2006 directed by shushuki kanyoko casting tetsuya fujiwara and kenichi matsuyama uh, the japanese death note comic book series took a simple concept a book in which anyone could write the name of a victim and the manner of their death and the universe would conspire to make it happen how horrible and it played it out over several years in bringing the story of the screen director susuki kaneko chose to focus on the darker aspect of the story and the result is a strange mixture of brooding action packed almost apocalyptic darkness small scale suburban realism and whacked out uh, psychedelic absurdity The film works as a thoughtful alternative to the usual horror comic flicks and has a great hero in reclusive sugar junkie. Number 32 Avengers Endgame released 2019 and directed by Joan Anthony Russo as Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo and many other famous film actors. For all the colossal power on display perhaps the most impressive thing about end game is that it didn't buckle under the weight of its ambition there was a lot to accomplish including wrapping up the 22 film arc giving closure to beloved character and most of all being remotely coherent as dozens of e-list characters slugged it out over the fate of the universe yet somehow endgame pulls it off it smartly recenters the narrative on the original avenger group spending the heroes skewering through time like hyper stereotypical mcfly in an effort to undo intergalactic genocide sure some characters get the short shrift The undoers of Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther is particularly sad in 
hindsight but for a film with this much of the line in came delivers a solid if a little bloated return on investment full of heart thrills and closure and obviously audience did like this film a lot number 31 the suicide squad released 2020 directed by james gunn cast idrish elba margot robbie john cena so much more than a course correction following the critical drubbing that david ayer studio compromised originally james gunn's deranged dirty dozen riffs strike a surprisingly balance between ultra violence dark comedy and endearment essentially 180 million trauma movie gunn's viscera shocked actioner is at once a throwback to 80s action excess and a screenwriting clinic in how to juggle multiple lead characters plus it has an adorably huggable giant shark who eats people you can imagine how horrible as well as funny in a movie that takes endless pleasure in blowing its character into wet chunks of spandex gun knows that tugging at heart strings is just as effective as splattering them across the skin 30 the movie called Ricky O the story of Ricky released 1991 directed by Lam Nagy Kai and casting Fan Si Wong Fan Mei Seng and Ho Ka Kui and we have seen this notoriously madball's Hong Kong gore fest that comes on like an early Peter Jackson version of scum but will step aside and let the film's biggest fan Edgar Wright give you lowdown Edgar Wright uh, says about this film that a lot of Eastern film have this try anything aspect to them. Mixture of comedy, romance, action and horror. Rikio is incredible because uh, it's this futuristic, super violent prison movie. It was made in Hong Kong but it's a magna comic book adaption and perhaps its actual quality is uh, debatable but it's just an awesome film it's just astonishing so ridiculously violent if they made it today maybe uh, they'd be able to pull off some of the visuals a bit better but um, obviously edgar just love it and um, he showed it to the cast and crew of scott pilgrim and Edgar Wright also showed it to the obviously screened it with audiences and they always go for it so Ricky Owens is not dull it's highly highly eventful according to Edgar Wright number 29 the movie called Danger uh, Diabolic released 1968 has been directed by Mario Bave and casting John Philip Law and Marisha Mel the film Uh, that really took the first steps into the wild world of comic inspired superheroism what this barshark italian funded technicolor camp explosion part james bond part batman and part casanova diabolic is a leather clad master thief who gets into hot water when he tries to rob 20 tons of gold what an unique 
story line number 28 the movie called when the wind blows one of my most favorites uh, released 1986 uh, before uh, the two year before my birth year and directed by jimmy t murakami casting john mills peggy ashcroft robin host houston and obviously ah that 80s dilly boopers and leg warmers the kids from fame and impending inevitable nuclear holocaust halcyon days cartoonist raymond briggs book took the archetypical all english couple aging fasty conservative affectionate and slightly confused and subjected them to the disease despair and degradation that surviving the holocaust would until the film version scripted by briggs himself is a faithful beautiful and completely devastating adaptation number 27 is another one of my favorites men in black released 1997 directed by barry schonerfeld and casting tommy lee jones very famous from the movie volcano and will smith one of the legendary actor sci-fi and comedy often make for uncomfortable bunk mates The rule of thumb is that any successful galactic love or drama should hold up as decent sci-fi even if you were to strip it bare of gas. Men in Black for its part is crammed with more sleek ideas, groovy hardware and thrilling set pieces than all but a handful of recent straight up science fiction movies and that's before you factor in the film Razor Sharp comedy. Number 26 Blade released 2002 directed by Guillermo del Toro casting Wesley Snipe Chris Christopherson, Ron Perlman and Linovor Varley. The hero is half man half vampire. The day walker, samurai sword wielding bane of all Saturn's minions. The director is one of the most revered fantastic in modern cinema. The sidekick is a country singing legend with a voice that could strike a sideboard. The villain is one half of the prose. Yes. One thing everyone remember about Blade 2 apart from the fact that it's about 100 times better than it had any right to be is the Luke Cos made his big comeback in the role of the mutant king of the sub vampire Reaper sect. Next movie we are going to talk about Iron Man released 2008 directed by John Favreau casting Robert Downey Jr and Trace Howard Kenneth Paltrow The moment the first trailer kicked in with the feedback drawn from Black Sabbath's headbanger and we knew this was going to be good you want huge explosion bone crunching violence vt aside a bit of romantic intrigue dudes flying through the air a light smattering of politics and a whole heap of industrial scale destruction you got it you all find in this movie iron man number 24 the movie called x2 released 2003 directed by brand singer casting patrick stewart hugh jackman ian mckellen and halle berry Oliver runs strives to uncover the secrets of his past 
which leads him to a mysterious military base meanwhile general william shriker a staunch advocate of the mutant registration act launches an attack on x men mansion to eradicate professor xavier and his kind ones and for all faced with the possible extinction xavier turns to his enemy magneto for help in fending off the deranged military man so all about this movie number 23 dread released 2012 directed by peter travis and casting carl arbon olivia thirdly wood harris and lena hayden Film films are guaranteed to make a nod Sith like Danny Conan's disastrous 1995 Judge Dredd, a film that took everything that was great about 2080's unruling dystopian action strip and chucked it in a vat of toxic waste. So thank Dredd for this much-needed reboot in which Carl Urban plays the tacit term lawgiver with all the grimacing tough nut nihilism he can master stomping through the conventionally detailed wasteland of mega city one like the angle of grim death it's not perfect alex garland's script could really do with a jolt of life but it will do until they finally remake it again for 2020s Number 22 Mystery Men released 1999 directed by Kinka Asher casting Ben Stiller William H Mackey Hank Azaria Clara Forlani when Kick-Ass became a smash hit it was largely forgotten that the whole superheroes can be ordinary people too idea had been done before and a lot better Mystery Men doesn't just have one of the best ensemble cast in living memory a uh, deep breath because Ben Stiller William H Mackey Hank Azamil Eddie Izzard Jinan Garofau Geoffrey Rush Greg Kinner and a simply amazing turn from Tom Witt it's all benefits from a wildly inventive script inspired by Bob Burden's comic book sporting as many quotable line as any film on this list the film has a unique football visual sense to rival your team bartons and guillermo del toros number 21 captain america one of my most favorites the winter soldier 2014 release directed by joan anthony joshua casting chris evan and scarlett johnson probably the best of marvel's avengers spin-off the winter soldier riffs smartly of 70s conspiracy thrillers and even cast robert redford as the head of shield whose efforts to protect humanity are shifting uncomfortably close to despotism points about government surveillance are unsuitable and obviously unsubtle but will done and the irony of placing the ultimate flag waving yankee boy in opposition to his government is brilliantly played the effortless uh, camera debris between evans squad jord crusader and scarlett johnson's pithy black video adds warmth and soul number 20 guardians of the galaxy released 2014 directed by james gunn casting chris pat joe saldana vin diesel and bradley cooper 
It was already a triumph of marketing. In January 2014, we could barely have picked the five mismatched heroes of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy out of a lineup. But maybe knew all their names, even the trash-talking raccoon. So what a relief that the film turned out to be worth all the hype. The best straight-up slice of space opera since Serenity. The plot may make next to no sense. There's some bad guys, a prison and a talking tree. But that's irrelevant. The special effects are shiny and action speedy and the jokes are sharp. And there's an unexpected layer of sweetness to tie it all together. So today I'm just finishing from 50 to 20. In our last episode from season 1, we are going to talk about from 19 to 1. The best uh, movies from comic books adaptation. I hope everyone... um, going to like this episode and the upcoming episode and if you like to add something more movies don't shy and feel free to text me thank you everyone i hope everyone uh, will have a great day today and the upcoming days as well goodbye for now